the edge podcast your spot to know all that's hot in the world of ai and automation good to have you join us on the edge podcast welcome to the show this is sheetal now before i tell you what the topic is i am going to point you in the direction of an interesting article it's a quick read uh, it's on the world economic forums website and the title is pretty catchy i like things that say five ways of doing this or 10 ways of doing that and this conveniently says five ways the covid-19 pandemic has changed the supply chain we're going to be a little bit broader over here we're going to just say the last few years have changed the supply chain space uh, for the context of our listeners on today podcast now this particular article speaks about how our supply chain now has the key focus or retention of c suite which is always a good thing it talks about how we've learned business continuity is more important than costs in most places buyer supply relations being altered and supply chain workarounds are now becoming standard and the inventory playbook which is interesting has been ripped up apparently all of this if you want to get down to the detail of it is available on the world economic forum website so what are we going to do here and now today is we're going to catch up with two experts in the field to tell us about the impact on supply chain and this is going to be a two part series because there's plenty to discover so on part 1 we're going to discuss some of the existing challenges what makes companies vulnerable to these challenges and what they are doing to address them that's part 1 Part two is when we will explore the world of technology and the role that it plays in solving for this area, and also a look at the future and what it holds for us. But this is part one, so let's invite our guests. Our guests today are Bhavna Uttamchandani, who is senior analyst, product management, Edgeworth, and there's also Geeta Pacharu, who is principal product client solutions. Thank you so much, Bhavna and Geeta, for joining us on the Edge Podcast. Welcome to the show, and how are you both? Doing very well, Sheetal. Thank you, and it's uh, a pleasure to be here and talk about this today. Thank you. Not too many people would have known of supply chain, lay people like me, for example, or the value of supply chain in our daily lives. But increasingly, more people are able to connect the dots because mostly we've been reading about how supply chain was one area that was, you know, quite impacted by COVID nineteen specifically. So, Geeta, I'm going to start with you. Right? Why are we hearing so much about supply chain disruption in recent times? Are there some newer factors that have contributed to how the story is panning out? Uh, new challenges, perhaps, in the last few years that you'd like to call out? Yes. there definitely are newer challenges and they have come forth in a great way because of the pandemic as well and before i get into explaining why and what those challenges are we could take a step back and understand how globalization was a benefit and a boon to businesses at the same time maybe it's one of the reasons why we are facing such disruptions in the supply chain today what does globalization really help us achieve really let's take an example of an electric vehicle right if i were to build an electric vehicle uh, i will have to source a number of parts from different places right. now the universe from which i could source those different components widened up and that's what globalization helped us with so i could buy a lithium battery from maybe one place i could buy the touch panel from a different source and so the rest of the components could come from anywhere else in the world mm-hmm. right all these components ultimately were getting assembled at a single location now how did that become possible along with globalization there was an evolution of innovative logistics solutions right and that's what made it possible to ship all of these different components required to build that electric vehicle at one location so what was logistics doing for us 
it is breaking all those boundaries and making it easier for things and goods to be shipped to a single uh, geographical location in the shortest span of time and the disruption that was caused because of the pandemic or it could be also any other event really is in disturbing or increasing that time it takes to ship goods from one place to another because mm. that is the start point for everything so if that is disrupted we do see that there is a direct impact on businesses and it is also making companies vulnerable uh, to a great extent in how they do their businesses or how they keep their promises to their end customers mm. right so ultimately if we boil this down it is the logistics and the transportation becoming a bigger challenge to enterprises today absolutely you know you used a word of there i'm going to come back to that vulnerable companies being vulnerable but it's interesting you you uh, talk about logistics and transportation as key because i was uh, just speaking to a very large logistics organization and they were talking about how they really while there's elements of technology that have uh, you know modified their business in recent times there's more or a lot more that uh, has to be done if they need to get anywhere close to delivering value to all of their clients so that was an important point over there but coming back to vulnerable right why havna here's where i want to quiz you on this one why are companies so vulnerable so there is one statistic that i would like to highlight first before we go to that question so like even geeta mentioned about how globalization is being aided by logistic so uh, one statistic that uh, over 90% of the world trade is actually moving via water hmm. now how is that getting possible because there are so many ships and there are so many ports where the ship has to go now the ports through which the trade is getting possible are increasingly becoming congested because the demand is getting increased the number of products that companies are shipping is getting increased so these ports are now becoming congested right now the number of ships that are waiting to just enter these ports because a ship has to first enter and then all the goods which are part of that ship has to get emptied so just the entry point to the port is growing exponentially high so the ships actually have to wait for a long time just to get emptied and even if they do manage to enter assuming everything goes well even if they manage to enter they will have to wait another significant amount of time so that there could be an unloading process that can happen now the uncertainty because there are so many factors based on which the ship is getting emptied these uncertainty is actually causing a significant delay in delivering the goods to their original destination right and now you will think why these uh, because these uncertainties were always there it is nothing new the ships were always coming via port the goods always had to be unloaded so why are these uncertainties coming now into focus what is so special about it right so there is actually a very big crisis that is going on in this particular part of supply chain and there are multiple factors that have contributed to creating this crisis not just pandemic which is how we had assumed earlier one more statistic i would like to bring over here so there are more goods that move from asia to the us than vice versa and that is i think a lot of people would understand why that happens but that means that empty containers so there are a lot of containers that uh, containers as in i am using these containers are something on which the goods would be loaded and these containers will sit on the ships and then it will be loaded and unloaded right uh, now these containers are going from the ships either from china india basically all the asian countries to us mm-hmm. but there is nothing or there is very less 
coming from US to Asia countries. So just for a statistic in comparison to North America there are for every 100 containers that are reaching the United States only 40 are exported and 60 containers are just sitting at the ports there is nothing you can do so and and then this was already a very difficult situation and it was it had been going on for a significant amount of years but then US introduced a trade policy in 2018 they said that they are going to increase the tariff rates so the consumer good industry what would they do they started shipping their products to the us before this new tariffs could come into effect so you we can assume there are so many goods that are getting transferred to us just so that they can save on the tariffs and there is very minuscule amount coming back from the us mm-hmm. okay so all already there was so much immobilization that was happening there were so many empty containers sitting on the ports and then already the situation was so bad and then came covid-19 because of this covid-19 there was a huge amount of workforce that was not available now on these ports so who will who is going to empty those containers who is going to unload those ships that have already been sitting on your port all these situations basically contributed to creating a crisis in this part of the supply chain and that is why we say companies are getting vulnerable now that answers why companies are uh, vulnerable but what are they doing then to address these challenges any interesting ideas have come out of the space uh, sure shital so at the first glance actually when we look at all these statistics when we read through all these reports it does look like it is a challenge that the shipping and logistic industry is facing hmm? however the real challenge came for these consumer good companies the cpg companies because earlier all these uh, cpg companies consumer companies were not directly handling these issues they had a collaboration with third party fourth party logistics system who were responsible to handle all these crisis situation mm-hmm. but now as this crisis started exploding uh, the consumer good companies actually had to intervene because the delivery was getting affected there are a lot of consumers sitting who are ready to order the products but the companies don't have enough product to supply to the customer or even if they have the delay in shipment is taking a toll on them right so that is the reason these companies were now forced to take active role in the end to end supply chain which was earlier handled by third party or fourth party right mm-hmm. but it is not simple because supply chain is a huge thing to handle and end to end supply chain is a huge thing right. so some large companies like amazon did create some cost intensive solution cost intensive solutions and they created some creative ways to handle this product movement to make it all uninterrupted to ensure that the customer do get a timely delivery but not all companies in the cpg industry can do what amazon did so that is the reason the companies had to find some or the other alternatives so just to give a very brief now whenever this ship comes in to unload the containers they usually arrive at larger ports which are capable of handling so many ships now what these companies started to do was they started switching to smaller ports to avoid the congestion at the bigger ports mm. Now, this, this did provide them the flexibility of loading and unloading but the cost of handling this at the smaller port was much higher and smaller ports cannot accommodate large ships now so if you have the shipment coming in larger ships you basically don't have an option but you have to go to the larger ports 
Mm-hmm. So because of all these, the cost kept on increasing. People are companies are still trying to find how do they utilize the small ports, which are basically lying empty, and the big ports are all getting congested. There were other proposals as well that if a shipment has come to the larger port, if you don't empty it within say so and so hours, you will have to pay a fine. Or some companies started increasing the number of manpower available to unload these ships. So these are some of the solutions that companies did start coming as of now. because they have to manage this challenge it is impacting their deliverables so clearly i mean plenty of things or uh, suggestions have come up and routes that organizations have found whether it's switching to small ports or uh, you know collaborating on capacity resources distribution so on and this charge that you spoke about i'm not still hearing the technology role and i'm a, uh, i love to hear that technology has swung into action and proved to be the hero <laughs> of the story but that i'm going to say for part 2 of this two part series until then this is sheetal signing out Thank you so much to Bhavna and Geeta for joining us and of course we're going to catch up with them soon again on part 2. Thanks for listening.